0: No big deal because everyone cheats she said and my heart skipped a beat not a big deal this bloody ordeal of integrity maimed by deceit most of the devastating moments of my teaching career revolve around an episode of cheating a student decides to cheat on a test on an assignment, somehow in my class, and when I discover it, my visceral reaction is always shock, horror, and grief. I see cheating as fundamentally abhorrent. I see it as a rejection of my trust, of my regard, of my efforts to do good in the world, and I feel personally affronted and offended every single time. I assume that all normal people share that abhorrence of cheating, but clearly the evidence suggests that my opinion is the aberrant one, and my perspective is not the norm. So if I feel that strongly about cheating, then it behooves me to communicate that to the students in my classroom because their decision to be honest or not in their work in my class is a decision that they will make every single day. And it is a decision that will not only impact them, but their teacher as well. And I want them to know that. At the beginning of this school year, when we were doing completely CDL, Comprehensive Distance Learning and I was teaching math as my only assigned subject for the first time ever, we had a math teacher's powwow about how we could make sure that students did not cheat on their math tests that they took at home, outside of class time, and then submitted after the fact. The more paranoid our imaginations became, the more elaborate and preposterous the means to thwart the cheating that the students could participate in. At the end of this brainstorming session, I tossed down my pen and said, the only way to make sure kids don't cheat is to have them choose not to. There is no way that a person such as myself driving a single computer monitor from one classroom at a school can possibly surveil, much less apprehend criminals going goings on in the rooms of dozens of students across the district. Not possible. And once I accepted that, I accepted that the challenge was with me and the students to accept one another in an honest fashion. And so my approach to the combating potential cheating was on the day of the first quiz, I invited a class-wide discussion, which is always a challenge in person, but even more of a challenge when cameras are turned off, microphones are muted, and mine is the only voice I can hear I asked my students, how many ways are there to cheat on a test in this class? Silence. Then finally a brave soul said, well, I'm not gonna cheat on the test. And I quickly assured him, I understand none of you would ever cheat on a test, but hypothetically speaking in some other class with some other students and some other teacher can any of you imagine a way that cheating might occur and some suggestions began to roll in because there are of course myriad ways to make your way to the right answer through dishonest means especially on a math test, and especially on a math test on a subject as simple as algebra or geometry. Some of the means of cheating were really obvious, like text a friend, some were more elaborate, like scan in the problem to one of the online math apps and then copy down the work as your own, but all of them were dishonest. And my encouraging note to myself was, and the kids do understand that. So then we took the conversation from how could you cheat to why should you cheat? What are the possible reasons or incentives for making the decision to use any of these shady methods of getting to the end of a test? Again, of course, the first response, well, you shouldn't cheat. Everyone knows that you shouldn't cheat. And I asked, well, then why does it happen at all if everyone knows that you shouldn't? And I pointed out that the reason to cheat is to get a good grade on a math test in this particular instance. That is the only gain that is possible from cheating. And it's only possible, it's not even a given, especially with poor students and poor skills at cheating. So then I asked the very important question, and what do you lose? Many of life's decisions come down to this gain and loss balance. What do I stand to gain and what do I stand to lose? And this is the part of the discussion that I had to contribute the least to. I was very encouraged by that. Students mentioned, well, eventually it's going to catch up to you. You're going to run into a test that stumps you if you rely on cheating. Absolutely. That is one of the most fundamental flaws with this cheat my way to success. But more and more students were able to point out, as the discussion went on, that cheating on the test cheats the student, not just the teacher. You're lying to yourself. And when students were able to acknowledge that, it gave me the opportunity to get up on my little soapbox and explain to them how it feels on my end when a student chooses to cheat in my class. To me, as the teacher, it is never a question of a student really wanting a good thing, that is, a good grade on the test. I'd never see it as, well, I can understand their reason for it. Instead, I see it as a choice to lie to me. Why? Because what the test is supposed to do is present the student's level of ability to me so that I can evaluate where that student is at. When the test does not present the student's actual level of ability, it's a lie. And that means one human being is deliberately attempting to deceive another, and that feels vicious and wrong. And the reason that it hurts me so much is I trust my students. I trust them to be good human beings whom I value and who in turn value me. Cheating on a test is never just about the test. It's about the person who makes that choice. And it's about their regard for the person who evaluates or looks at the score on that test. Once we had had that discussion and I sent the children off to do their first test, it would be a wonderful thing to report that none of them cheated. And there's no way to prove whether they did or not, not with the means normally available to a high school teacher at least. I believe they did that first quiz honestly. But of course, as the term went on, patterns of scores and patterns of behavior and patterns of homework and patterns of quiz scores and test scores, it became very clear that some students were choosing not to be honest with their tests. And that brings me to my point here. What do you do when a student decides to cheat in your class? And I will acknowledge up front, in my most honest fashion, I do not have all the answers to that very vital question. I can share with you some experiences, I can share with you some thoughts, and I can share with you some priorities when you are confronted with that question of, I think the kid cheated. What do I do? A small story here. It was 2007, 2007 graduating class at least, and the class was AP Lit, Advanced Placement, English Literature and Composition. This was a college level class filled with the best English students in the school, all seniors, and we had devoted ourselves to studying literature. I should add that most of the students in that class were in my classroom for the second or even the third time. I had been their English teacher probably junior year and probably freshman year as well. And in a school as small as Hidden Valley, everyone gets to know everyone pretty well in the course of four years. The novel we were reading was Great Expectations, and one of the assignments I gave was a one paragraph character analysis of Miss Havisham. I sat down that night and read through the papers that had been turned in, and instantly I knew that one particular paper had been plagiarized. How did I know? Because the word dowager would not be in the vocabulary of any of my students, nor would the style of sentences, and especially not the the student who had chosen to use the word dowager. My heart sank. As I mentioned at the beginning, my response to these episodes of cheating is always visceral, painful, and real. Not only was the student in question here in my class cheating on my assignment, she was a student with whom I had spent time outside of school, and she was a student currently serving as one of my teacher aides. In other words, in a position of trust. I wanted so badly to be wrong about my suspicion. But it's pretty easy to type a phrase into a Google chat and have it tell you where that came from. And sure enough, blip, here comes the exact paragraph that this student, Bob, had submitted right there. I found it. I printed it out, and I photocopied her assignment. I paper clipped the two together and I wrote a referral. I gave it to the assistant principal and I asked, please come down all over Bob and let her know that I am sickened, disgusted, and hurt by her choice to do this. And I didn't do anything about it. I gave it to the assistant principal to administer the discipline from the discipline matrix to this particular kid. I didn't trust myself to be calm and clear as I communicated with her. The day went on and Bob did not come to class. Bob had been sent to in-school suspension. And on my prep period, I went down to visit with Bob. I walked into the room and there were three students, none of which was Bob. I would know Bob anywhere. I had been her teacher for four years and she wasn't there. So I went to the ed lab um, supervisor and said, where is Bob? And the supervisor pointed at her and said, she's right there. I was amazed. Bob had her hood pulled all the way up over her head and she was face down on her desk doing her best to be invisible. I walked around in front of the desk and knelt down so that I was at eye level. And I said, Bob, do you have anything you'd like to say to me? And I have to say, I came from a position of great confidence in the rightness of my position and Bob looked at me and she was the most devastated human being I had ever seen she was bereft of any glimmer of happiness her disgust with herself and the situation and the injustice and her anger it was it was bleak to see And her response to me was, you just think, you know, everything. I don't know what the big deal is. Everybody cheats. And then she shared with me some opinions of me that were very hurtful and some opinions of the situation, which I also didn't agree with. And I heard her out and I said, I hope we can move past this. And then I had to go to class. My emotions were in turmoil. And the class that was up next was my AP Lit class, where all of her classmates were going to be. Some of whom would know that Bob was in Ed Lab, and some of whom would not. Now, should I have handled that episode differently? Probably. I feel just as devastated by that today as I did was 13 years ago when that happened. I wrote about it in my journal, about the exchange, about the realization, about the choice I made to hand it to the assistant principal because I didn't trust myself to be clear and forthright with the student. I knew I would be way too emotional and probably say something harmful and offensive, and I didn't want to do that. Years have gone by, as I said, And I don't know to this day whether Bob has forgiven me for what I did to her or not. I have done my best to express my forgiveness and my apologies to Bob, but that episode to me encapsulates so much of what cheating is and is not. That was not about a grade on a Miss Havisham character analysis. That was a choice of shaping an individual's character and I sincerely hope that both I and Bob learn something about the importance of integrity. The number of points that an assignment is worth is completely irrelevant in the balance against the character that an individual is building. Integrity is paramount and that is one of the most important lessons to impart in any classroom, no matter the subject, no matter the age group, do what is honest, do your best, accept the results of your work, and never lie about what you have and have not achieved in an attempt to get a grade that you do not deserve there's so many things interlaced with whether we should value grades and whether we should value honesty and whether we should value learning. But my perspective as a teacher is that learning matters, that it is an individual effort and it is an individual decision, to be honest. And to my dying day, I will maintain that my expectation of every student is, impeccable honesty every time. And that means I hold myself to that exact standard of integrity.